Hey everyone, and welcome to your 945 podcast, where we are continuing our 10-week study on your character and actions and how that should reflect the character of Jesus. As always, stick around to the end to hear the weekly challenge for a chance to win a Chick-fil-A gift card. Okay, let's dive in. Hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. It is Sunday morning. I hope you're having a great day so far. Um, We are here, the Reset staff. I am Drew. Victor is um, broke. Still. Still. Forever. Yeah. So it is Meg and Caitlin. Hey, guys. Hey, everyone. They're here. We're going to bring you another 945. Caitlin, what are we talking about? Yeah, so today we are going to touch on kindness and being kind to others and letting others be kind to us. What do y'all think about when you hear the word kindness? I think about doing like a story or like... What's your gut reaction when you hear the word kindness? Okay, my gut reaction, I think of my father, which if any of you... Kind don't, <laughs> don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, seriously. That's a very yeah. valid. Yeah. So yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. So for the longest time, his nickname in youth ministry was Kind Rob. So like other youth pastors would call him that. We would call him that. Like he was just Kind Rob. Just like everything he did was like for the consideration of others, you know? Yeah. That's very, yeah. Very, very on brand for Robert Mercer. I think, I think of, I equate kindness with serving other people. Um, Kindness is sort of the motivation of why do you serve other people. Um, But I think that's what I think of. Just going, not, not even necessarily out of your way to think of, other people is more highly of yourself, but to put your needs lower than that of the needs of other people and finding ways to cater to that. I think selflessness too is kind of what I equate with kindness. I feel like those all kind of go together in my head. I don't really know if that even answered the question, (laughs) but that was where my brain went. (laughs) No, it does. I think of generosity. Yeah. Because ultimately, that's what you're doing when you're being kind, is you're being generous. You're, mm-hmm. what you were saying, putting somebody else's needs above your own. And also, like, being generous with your attention, your energy, all of those things. Like, you know those people that you meet? Rob is one. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're just so kind. And it's because that generosity just pours out of them in everything that they do. And so they're always going to take that extra step in making someone feel included or welcome or a part of the group and because they're just kind. It's where they're rooted. Yeah. Well, um, so today we're going to talk about how kindness is a characteristic and you have the ability with kindness to really demonstrate how Jesus was. Um, when you think of Jesus being kind, what's the story you think of? I always think of um, Jesus with the woman at the well and how in that time 
the woman at the well was not someone that Jesus should have approached. She was kind of looked as an outsider or an outcast to Jesus's people. And he, knowing that, went out of his way to come to her and cater to her needs and to show her that he was the person who had come to save everyone, who had come to be the sacrifice to redeem all of our sins and our brokenness. And just, he knew what it was going to look like that he was approaching this woman, but he didn't care because ultimately that's not what he was there to worry about of how people saw him. But he knew that it was his mission to seek people out and to serve people. Mm -hmm. I think really most of Jesus's ministry, you can look at each moment and see the kindness that he had towards all people and that his motivation behind everything he did was kindness and generosity and out of a heart that wanted to serve the people around him. And that's why he came here. (laughs) He was put on this earth to be the sacrifice that saved all of us. Mm -hmm. Like how kind, (laughs) Yeah, you know, I think that story is so cool. And that story has, it hit me really hard in the start of quarantine where like, and this is wild, but like every message from a pastor that I listened to was on John Four, the woman at the well. And I was like, what? And so I've like gotten to know a lot about the story recently. Um, so thanks for stealing the story. But uh, I'm you gonna, I'm pointed gonna, at me. You I can't did. see it in the yeah, podcast, but Drew motioned for me to speak next. <laughs> yeah, I did do that. Um, but I'm going to ride the coattails a little bit because I do love that story. Um, but you have like so many fronts of that. Jesus should not have been speaking with this woman should not have been in the same city. He was Jewish and she was Samaritan. He was supposed to like, so Jewish people weren't supposed to go through Samaria because it was a bad part of town. Um, so what they would do is they would literally take three extra days and travel around the city. And then he was like, we're going to go through. And the sounds were like, what? <laughs> and he was like, we're going to go through. So um, you have that part of like he shouldn't have even been in the town um he shouldn't have been speaking with someone from Samaria um this was a woman that like was outcast by the people in her people group um someone who had made mistakes and was like these are unforgivable mistakes like you know so she was going to get water at noon when there would be nobody else there because everyone went to go get water in the morning So she was going where she wouldn't feel condemned and then finds a Jewish man, right? So you have, like, the time of day is, like, really significant in that he's like, no, you're not alone, and I still love you. And it's like, what is, like, how easy is it to be kind to rob, you know? So easy. You know what I mean? So easy. Right? But then what if you, like, look at someone that's hurt you or you look at someone... That's obviously not perfect. Someone you don't yeah, like. Yeah, someone you don't like. Or someone that's different from you. Like, there were right. so many differences between Jesus and the woman, but yeah. he still chose to be kind to her. Right. And I think it's really cool that Jesus is like, no, it's not about what you did. It's not about who you are. It's not about where you've been. Like, I love you. 
and that's it, you know? Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Y'all couldn't see, but Megan and I were nodding our heads, like, all <laughs> heads. Yes. Through that whole thing. Um, I've always loved the fish and loaves story. Mm. And the kindness. I, I, think about that little boy. Like, give us your lunch. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> sure. Like, that, that takes... We talk a lot about the faith of the child, faith of a child, and you hear that yeah. all the time. And for a kid to be like, "Yeah, I believe you can make this work." Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, just how Jesus then took that and multiplied it, and how our kindness can have that same ripple effect, and we can be kind to someone and maybe change their day, which then changes how they interact with someone else. And it's just this ongoing ripple effect. Um, I'm a big believer in like, as one person, I can't change the whole world, but I can change one person's entire world. And if we're all working to change one person's entire world, like we in fact together as a team, as a community, change the world. Because we are so interconnected and it does take that act of kindness, that putting other people before yourself, um, looking at whatever opportunities are presented to you to show grace and love and kindness and not letting them pass you by. Have you all ever felt like there was an opportunity for you to show kindness and you didn't? Yes. Mm-hmm. Either one of you want to talk about it? <laughs> They're looking at me like... I don't, I don't even know if it's like one specific moment. I always, I always feel so guilty and like it breaks my heart when I see homeless people on the side of the road. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Same. I I mean, and it's, it's so even more sad because it's become so normalized in our society, but it's no less heartbreaking to see someone who is, I mean, at one of the lowest points of their life. I mean, without a home, without a roof over their head. Um. And not being able to help them or not taking the opportunity to do something to help them. And I think seeing the way that they're treated. We went yes. to Chicago a few years ago. And like I had seen homeless people in Alabama, but not at the level that it is in Chicago. Mm. And so like walking through the streets of Chicago and how people like, wouldn't even hesitate to, like, step on the stuff that they did have because it was in their way. Like, it was just so heartbreaking. And I was so Mm -hmm. (laughs) ill-prepared for it um, in my little Alabama bubble. And, you know, here we know there are a lot of shelters. We know there are homeless people that in the evenings can still go somewhere to get Mm-hmm. a roof over their head to sleep maybe but in Chicago that just wasn't the case yeah. and um I read there was a celebrity I can't remember who it was but they talked about how for their birthday they had everybody give them gift cards to like McDonald's and Burger King and stuff so that as they traveled for work if they saw homeless people they could guarantee they were getting them a meal mm. they would take the gift cards and just pass them out pass them out to whoever they saw yeah. that needed it. And um, I've always thought that's really cool 
and always thought, oh, I should do that, and then I don't. <laughs> and then the other day, Colton and I were driving, and we were stopped at a red light, and there was a homeless man beside, on the side of the road, and it was raining, and Colton was like, Mommy, it's raining. He's getting wet. And I was like, of all the times that I wish, I mean, I don't keep an umbrella in the car, but I wish I had an umbrella or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something to give, something to help. Um it feels at times like there are lots of missed opportunities for kindness. But I think we can all relate to that. But what about a time that you could have shown kindness to somebody in your circle or in your day-to-day life? Mm. Somebody you love, maybe somebody you don't love. Ever been a chance yeah. to extend kindness? I feel like there's always times where you have people in your circle that are going through a tough time and you don't do the most to reach out to them and see where their heart is. Um, because I think one of the best things you can do for someone who's in a tough time is to show that them that they're not alone, you know, and that you're willing to walk with them through it um, and just be there and not try and fix it, but to just be there, you know. Um, and so I feel like there's been a lot of times where I've had friends that are going through it and I just go about my busy life and don't text them or encourage them or you know what I mean? I do, yeah. Or your friend lashes out at you and you get mad mm-hmm. and so you don't fix it. Um, I've, I've become a big believer in hurt people hurt people. Mm. And yep. so I don't think when people hurt you... Most of the time, it's not to be vicious because of you. It's because there's something broken or hurt in them, Mm -hmm. and they're lashing out. Um, Maybe having a toddler has really instilled that thought in me because his vocabulary is not big enough to always explain how he's feeling, and so he lashes out. And I started realizing, like, that's all of us. When I start lashing out at people, it's not necessarily because of them. It's because of something in me. And so I've tried really hard to work towards if somebody lashes out or does something, especially if it's uncharacteristic, to be like, okay, they they need some kindness and some grace here. And, um, you know, we're told constantly throughout the Bible to treat others how we want to be treated, to mm-hmm. extend grace and love and... Meg's got her Bible going. I think she might be ready. Yeah. You got, you got some word to drop yeah. for us? This has become my role every week. At <laughs> okay. 945, I love it. Um, I always think of, I love Galatians 6, all of it, but um, more specifically to this point, 9 through 10, where it says, Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. And I think that verse is so important to keep on your heart constantly because it'll remind you, okay, the Lord's called us to do good and not grow weary of doing it, but also to look for opportunities to do good, especially to those who are of the household of faith, who are believers. Like We're called to be kind and to do good by all people, but especially of our brothers and sisters in Christ Mm -hmm. because what an example that is to continue the example of Jesus of being kind and having intentions to do good by all people. I love, I love Galatians. It's a good book. You should give it a read. Yes.
I love that too. I love the emphasis on like doing good whenever you have the opportunity. I think it's so hard to not seize those opportunities or to make excuses, especially in today's climate. Like, I really don't want to get political on this, but like, we've all seen it with the election and everything coming up. Like, it's so easy for everyone to put somebody else down Mm -hmm. or to tear someone apart because they think differently. And I don't know, like to me, I sit there and think about as Christians, like we're not going to agree on everything, but our goal to further the kingdom of heaven, our goal to live like Christ, like that is the same. I had somebody tell me one time, like you aren't going to like everyone but you can find one thing that you like about every person you come in contact with yeah. and to hold on to that, mm-hmm. that one thing. And you'll be shocked that you might find that there are two things mm-hmm. you like. And I think in today's climate, like it's so easy to not extend that kindness to try and get your point across, mm-hmm. right. to not take that opportunity to show love and in some ways thinking that we are so right that we kind of have to brag about it in some ways. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've seen the post where someone's like, well, I am, and they list all of their qualifications for Mm -hmm. why they can make whatever statement they're about to make. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, but at the end of the day, what does it have? Like, what do you get from it? Yeah. Right. Whereas if you're kind to people, at the end of the day, you have a happy heart. Yeah. I think to your point, too, like we're all image bearers of Christ. And if you're looking at these people and you're choosing to not be kind to them and say things just to make yourself feel better or feel more right in your opinions. I mean, like if if Christ was standing in front of you, like you wouldn't you wouldn't feel that way. So if you can look at everyone and go, well, they are all made in the image of the Lord. Let me try to see that in them. Is there something I can learn from them? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think being more understanding and accepting of people will, and doing that out of a kind heart will hugely change the way you live your life and your perspective. And I think we need more. We need more of that. We need more small moments of kindness in our world. Yeah, I don't think we. I shouldn't say that because there are some people like Rob that are very good at this. Um, but in general, I most of us don't really understand what it truly means to love all people. Yeah. You know, I think we think we hear love all people and then we go okay and then we're great at loving the people that think like us we love our people we love our people groups and then as soon as we start to step outside of that we get super defensive Mm -hmm. and i think Um, a lot i think love can look different this was a here i go on brand for me let's talk about camp it's not a (laughs) podcast if meg doesn't talk about camp right um we did a study on first john and we were talking about what does the Bible say that love is and what does the world say that love is? And love is not always this like beautiful, like love hurts sometimes, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's not always this like rainbows and unicorns mindset. And like, I think 
to truly embody love, like you can see that when you encounter people who do have different beliefs and think differently than you do, but you can still look at them and go, okay, I might not believe what you believe. I might not think the way you think, but I'm called to love you. And it might be really hard and it might cause me to bite my tongue every time I'm around you. But for the sake of loving you, like that is, that's what I'm going to do. Right. Well, and maybe, you know, we're all made in God's image. He knows every hair on our head, every, like, we, we all know this. We hear it all the time. But maybe the person that you disagree with, the person that you can't wrap your head around it, that you need to show kindness to and it's hard, maybe it's easier if you remember, like, they have a message that someone needs to hear. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God didn't make a mistake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's as simple, you know, we don't all have the same favorite color. Like we're all yeah. different because that's what makes the world interesting and it allows our ministries and our gifts and our graces to be used to further the kingdom because we aren't all the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be a boring world if we were all the it same. It would be so boring. And each person it's it's the way that we all have different bands that we love or music that we turn to in different times of need. There are messages that resonate with us that might not resonate with other people, but we're also giving out messages that resonate with different people. But even with that, we are still called to love one another and to show love. It's funny you brought up First John, and I had um, First John chapter 3, 18 pulled up. Dear children, don't just talk about love. Put your love into action. Then it will truly be love. Like love and kindness are... They go hand in hand. They are so close together. And, um, you know, Sean and I have a rule that when we fight, we still fight kind because you can't take those words back. Mm -hmm. And so if we hit a point where we're so angry about something that we can't fight kindly, we take a time out. And we walk away until we're able to fight kindly again because you can have disagreements in a way... Mm-hmm. that still extends that loving kindness. And you need to love people so much that you don't want to hurt them. Yeah. Right. Also, totally not the turn I thought we were going to go on today. Cool. But. I like <laughs> it. I like where we've gone. I, yeah. I like it too. Um, I think another thing to point out, because the Bible is pretty, it talks about this a lot too, like, when you're extending kindness, like we want you to go out and think of ways you can be kind, things that you can do throughout the week. Maybe it's talk to the kid that nobody talks to at school. Maybe it's just asking how their day is. Like, um, there, there are so many opportunities to do small things that can make huge differences. But when you do it, like remember you're not doing it for show. Mm. Right. Don't make a big production out of it um it's not a moment for a picture or a post or a look Mm. what i did like because it's not like remember it's not supposed to be about you it's about christ shining his light through you Mm. to someone else and um did you have we had matthew yeah i'm you can find that in matthew 6 in the first couple of verses of Jesus calling us to do good things, but when we do it, do it to bring glory and honor to our Father in heaven, not to 
our fleshly beings on this earth. Yeah, because, I mean, God knows what you're doing, and he knows where your heart is when you do it. So protect that. Yeah. Help build that relationship with him and take yeah. that characteristic of him on. Um, you know, Jesus died on the cross for us, and that was a major act of kindness, and he yeah. definitely didn't brag about it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do y'all have anything else y'all want to add for today's? The only other thing I have, and this is something that's been cool for me this semester, especially with COVID and everyone's kind of just in like a tunnel vision, like anxiety mode right now with like, I don't really know what's going on, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Right. But I think it's super important to uplift and encourage the people in your circle. Of course, go outside of your circle and be kind to those people, just like we've been saying for the past, like, 20 minutes. Hmm. But also the people in your circle. Like, I've never met someone who's and been like, hey, how are you feeling? And they're like, you know, I'm just way too encouraged right now. You know, that <laughs> doesn't... encourage me. Yeah. That be never, the hype man for your friends. Right. That never happens. Yeah. Like, y'all... And it makes you feel good. Colton to, Island is the best hype man I love that child. I've yes. ever so met much. in my life. He mm-hmm. will tell you, you did a good job for everything. Breathing. Like, if you breathe, he'll be like, good job, you did it, high five. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, everything you do, he's just constantly encouraging everyone around him and himself. Like, he's not afraid to give good himself, job, like, a pat yeah. on the back. It's so funny. <laughs> he'll do something and be like, great job, Colton, and he'll pat himself on the back. Love it. And I think that goes back to that faith like a child. Like, to Drew's point, like, encourage one another. Build your people up. Build yourself up. Like, if you're not going to be your biggest cheerleader, who is? Yeah. Like, you're doing great. Whoever's listening to this, you're doing great. You're so good. You know? You really are. Yeah. You are. Look, you're navigating mm -hmm. a pandemic. You are. We all miss precedented times. And you're here. You are here. and if you didn't catch our Reset 101 podcast, you have survived all of your hardest days. Yeah. And you can keep doing that. And we are all here for you. And we want to show kindness to you in any way that we can and let you know that we love you and we are here for you. And so, yeah, if you need some extra encouragement and kindness, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We are yes. here to love on y'all. Um, we would love to be your hype people. We will always be your biggest cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. We can high five or air five in COVID times. Yeah, we can. With the best of them. Um, but on that note, we are going to pray out. Drew, would you like to pray for us? Yes, of course. Today? Awesome. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this time we have, even in this weird season of life we're in. Thank you for this time to just... Um, have a podcast to listen to, you know, an opportunity, a different opportunity to like find you and um, just experience you in a different way. And I pray that you're always doing that in our lives, God, giving us different ways to seek you out and new ways to find you and new ways to give you glory and give us the strength this week to go and give us the just boldness to be kind to each other and uplift each other and encourage each other. Even people that we don't really like that much, right? Because people we don't like are all people, God. And we want to uplift all people. And we want to be kind to all people and do good for all people. So 
anyone we come in contact with this week, give us the boldness to be kind and loving to those people. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, we will talk to you soon. Have a great week.